On today's Lockdown Mavs, Isaac and I are going to be talking about the players and the teams that have the most at stake down the stretch of the last couple weeks of the season. But Nick, if Luka Doncic was in the Marvel Universe, which Marvel character would he be? I am Groot. I'm Luka Doncic, and this is Lockdown Mavericks I am Steve Rogers. I'm Luka Doncic. And welcome. You are locked on to the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Angstead, media member and coordinator for the Locked On Podcast Network. And joining me, as always, my co-host, contributor at Mavs.com. The Sorcerer Supreme, the one more thinking. What you got for me, Isaac Harris? All right, we have to talk about it right off the bat. I mean, come on. What? What's the NBA doing with the Marvel thing? Do we, Are we in or out? Because I literally texted somebody and said, turn it to ESPN2 now. And, and I literally put in that text, I don't know if I like it or not. Uh, I watched the entire game. Uh, and what we're what? talking about. You lasted what, the whole game through that? I did. What we're talking about is ESPN had two versions of a broadcast of a Pelicans Warriors game, which actually had some pretty big implications for the Warriors. Like if the Warriors were if the Warriors lost this game, then they were kind of just stuck in the end of the play in and there was all kinds of uh, stuff for them. But uh, they had a Marvel version of their telecast. And now a lot of you are very confused. I was as well. And what it was was there's all the graphics were obviously Marvel themed. They tried to make it really fun for people. They had a Marvel like representative on the broadcast to talk about these characters. Oh, I didn't even see this part. Wow. Yeah, she was on the yeah. There's a a girl that was on the broadcast or a woman that was on the broadcast, and she like knew all kinds of stuff about Marvel, even stuff that you know general MCU fans wouldn't know. And so she was she was in there talking about all kinds of stuff. Richard Jefferson was on there. They had uh, effects. If you're on Twitter at all, they had like a smoke effect when someone shot the ball. And so there's like a trail of smoke behind the ball, which I love. Keep it. I love every that part. time, though, every time they, they take a shot. So like Zion airball the three and there's just this trail of smoke behind it. It made it so much better. And then anytime. So then there are certain players that apparently that the. the Marvel player, like the Avengers drafted. And so like uh, Captain Marvel had Steph Curry. So anytime Steph Curry hit a shot, the Captain Marvel symbol would like explode on the, on the screen. Anytime Draymond hit a shot, the black, the black Panther logo would explode. No, on the that screen. was Wiggins. Oh no. Yeah. And then uh, who did Draymond have? I can't I remember. remember. But anyway, Black Widow was uh, Brandon Ingram. Iron Man was Lonzo Ball. And then everybody else just had the Avengers logo. Like, if you're a nobody and nobody drafted you, you said the Avengers logo. And so, all kinds of stuff. The the graphics are all, like, Marvel comic book themed. I love that. Like, the car- comic book themed graphics were cool. They had this weird thing where uh, they had, like, a, a character. You know how they used to do the Pokemon Go thing where it's VR and you look around and you could see them? They had like an Iron Man that was sitting up in the rafters and then he was sitting <laughs> on top of the on top of the basketball stanchion. Like that was kind of cool. Stuff. That was kind of cool. Richard Jefferson at one point was holding the uh, 
Tony Stark, Iron Man, uh, Infinity Gauntlet, and then he stuck the middle finger up right in the middle of the broadcast, which was hilarious to me. He was he, he was definitely thinking, this won't work, right? Like, th- there's no way this will work. Boom, it works right on the broadcast. Uh, Ryan Rucco just had a list of catchphrases from all the Marvel movies and just would say them after every, like, <laughs> made shot or something. Uh, it was just crazy, but I, uh, I liked You're some- missing out on the hero points, though. Okay, this was the whole thing that I, I liked all of that stuff, right? I liked most oh, okay, of all okay. of that. The part that I did not care for and did not understand is hero points. They gave basically these fantasy points where you would add up all these uh, assigned point values for a made shot, a missed shot, a turnover, mm. a, a rebound, an assist. And then at the end of the game, they would... Uh, calculate that or during the game they would calculate it and see who had the most hero points by the end of the game and apparently Draymond had the most hero points so he was the the hero Ooh. of the game whatever the problem is the verbiage with actual points scored and Marvel po- hero points was so close that they kept getting them confused and it so it'd be like Curry has 37 points hero points uh and then you'd be like now i don't know which one is which and Curry actually i think he finished with 37 hero points and 39 points so you're like Okay, those are so close. They actually had 41 points, but they're so close together. Uh, yeah, that part didn't make any sense to me at all. I think I think they should have done like badges, right? Like if you're the leading rebounder in the game, you have the rebounder badge or the enforcer badge, you know, or something like that. And then whoever has the most badges or infinity gems or whatever you want to call it at the end, that's the the hero, right? Whoever has the most most of those. Yeah, there were just to, just a, to differentiate the wording. Anyway, that was yeah, the, yeah. My my son is two and a half, and he was already in bed for this, so bummer. But I think if he was a little bit older, I would have been all in. It's like cool, cool experience yeah. to watch with my kids. I think as a, a grown adult, just sitting on my couch, I'm like, what am I doing with my life watching this? So <laughs> my wife walked in for a split second, and I was like, hey, look at this, look at these. I want to see you. I want to. I want you to see some of these guys make a shot and see what happens with the graphics. And she thought the graphics were really cool. And then she really thought that the little name tag that was coming up, like the little graphic yeah. that followed players around when they had the ball or they were in the action, she thought that that was cool. And I think that makes sense, especially if you're trying to bring in new fans. It's hard to see those the names in the back of the jerseys or even yeah, or for know people to even know them. Like it, it probably helped out Perk a lot, just knowing who players are. And how to spell their names. Uh, yeah, so that was the Marvel game. I thought it was interesting. Uh, it was just a change of pace. They tried something new. They had the regular broadcast on ESPN1. So if you wanted to opt out of that, you totally could. And you could you could stay out of it. So, uh, But it was interesting. Anyway, that's what happened on that. Uh, let's get to what we're actually talking about today. Today's episode is brought to you by Locker Room. Download the app. Join us on Thursdays normally. This past Thursday was the NFL draft. Get in on the action. Locker Room. Changing the way we talk sports. All right, Isaac. Let's just start right off the bat. Who has the most at stake over this last two, three weeks of the season? Because the NBA is is coming down to the end of it, right? Like we're getting real close. The Mavs only have a couple of uh, weeks left. They have not too many games. Like off the top, let's see. I can just count them right now. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, eight. games left for the Dallas Mavericks. Eight games left for them. Uh, less games for other teams. A couple more for others. Playing tournament starts. In just about two weeks, two weeks, the 18th of yeah. May is the first day of the playing tournament. Who has the across the NBA? We're just we're doing it all across the NBA, not even necessarily the Mavs. Who has the most at stake over the next two weeks? Oh man, 
Um, okay. Well, when we originally talked about this before, I took it as most at stake for the playoffs. So I'm trying to rethink this in my head right now. Um, <laughs> I'll say, okay. Isaac I'll, just did the verbal example of per my prior email. <laughs> yes, exactly. No, I'm sitting there thinking how you're wording it. I'm like, oh crap. Um, That's the way I took it as. Cause That's I was sitting there like, yeah, putting a like, who, well, who are the, the candidates that you had? Well, I, I separated the, the playoff teams into four categories of like who needs to win the finals or it's like finals or bust. Then it's like who needs to make your conference finals, who, you know, and who's just like there for the final. Oh, okay. Maybe we could do that in like the second and third segment or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I think the most at stake over the over the final eight to nine games of the season, I think it's, if I can put two teams, it's the Suns and Jazz. Because... Mm. I think if you land that that number one seed, it's huge. And I honestly think it's for both conferences. And I almost want to say the East more than the West because actually I'm going to switch that. I'm going to say the Sixers or the, or the Nets because there is a world and whoever finishes second, you're going to have to play the Bucks third. I mean, you're going to have to play the, the Bucks in the second round. And it's like the difference between having to play yeah, right now, the Sixers and Nets, there's a half game difference between the two. Milwaukee's three games back from Brooklyn. But and whoever, we're recording this before the Lakers Nuggets game, by the way, just for everybody. Okay. So in the East, let's just say who let's just say the Sixers finished first in the Eastern Conference. That means Brooklyn and Milwaukee's gonna meet in the second round. And that means Philly's gonna have to play the Knicks or the Hawks in the second round. Like if it finished right now. Yeah. That's a huge, huge difference. So I think who has the most at stake over these final eight games? It's Philly versus Brooklyn. Like you getting the number one seed in the East, I think means so much. And almost, in my opinion, I think guarantees you a spot in the conference finals. Coming up, we're going to talk more about this. Who has the most at stake? We've already talked about the East a little bit. We'll get into that path a little bit. Talk about the West path and who has the most at stake over the next couple weeks. Get into that coming up. But before we do, let's talk about Locker Room. Locker Room is a fun app if you want to go and just talk to people about sports. It's the perfect place to start or join a conversation about the league. You can join us on Thursdays. Download the app and use the uh, and follow me at Nick Van Exit. And you can see when we go live. I usually notify. Last time, I don't think I was able to for some reason. But... Uh, you'll have the chance to chat with us and even get a chance to be featured on uh, this podcast potentially and definitely in the locker room. If you request to speak, we usually get to everybody that, that comes into our room that requests to speak. You can ask us questions, all kinds of stuff. Go to the free locker room app right now, available on iOS devices, and be sure to create a profile, link your Twitter account, and join one of the groups, the MFFL group or the NBA group, for the latest updates. Follow me at Nick Van Exit to be notified when our rooms go live. I know you will not want to miss it. We're planning to go live on Thursdays. Can't wait to hear from everybody's thoughts and hear everyone's thoughts on free agency. It's always free agency. It's yeah. always it's always the players that are coming next. Can we that's go after Kelly Oubre this summer? That's, or? What you, that's what you guys always want to talk about. See you there. Locker room. Changing the way we talk sports. All right, Isaac Harris, let's continue our conversation about who has the most at stake. So we mentioned the Sixers and Nets. Like, that, that is a really, really good one. Those, those guys right now are a, a half game difference between the two, and the Nets have played one more game than the Sixers. So that's pretty big. It, James Harden, haven't really heard too much from him. It doesn't seem like he's going to come back until the playoffs. Uh, Kevin Durant in and out of the lineup. Joel Embiid seems like he's back in. 
And both of them, both teams are six and four in their last 10 games. So it's not like any of them are making a real big run here. So that is huge. Like you said, playing the Knicks or the Hawks in the second round, as opposed to playing the Bucks or yeah. the Nets or, yeah, or, or playing the Bucks in the second round, or even like the Bucks or the Heat, right? I would much rather play either the Knicks or the, the Hawks instead of the, the Heat or the Bucks, right? Because the Heat. Yeah have been there before they've been to the finals they have some they have some confidence there whereas the Knicks and Hawks is going to be their first time there and so uh those teams have been better regular season teams so far than the, the Heat but I think the Heat have a bigger ceiling and higher ceiling than those teams so yeah yeah that's pretty wild uh anything with uh Brooklyn or the two seed having to potentially play the Celtics too right like that's their that would be their first round matchup if they beat the Hornets uh, if it's if everything stays the way that it is right now, that is also pretty interesting. So if the so <laughs> that second seed has to play the Celtics in the first round, the Bucks or the Heat in the second round, and then potentially the uh, the Sixers in the in the third round, and then the, whoever comes out of the West, like that is a tough road to go down. Oh yeah, yeah, and I think I would even if I had to pick a team, I think it's almost bigger for Brooklyn because of the James Harden entry because of yeah. you know, KD coming back. It's like you want those, you want your, all of your guys healthy as possible. And it can be come to conference finals. And if you can guarantee that if they can get number one in the East and say, all right, you have to play Charlotte and then Atlanta, that's your first two playoff series. Yeah. Okay. That's like pretty good warm up, <laughs> especially if you're still like welcoming James Harden back compared to Milwaukee and or you know compared to Boston and then Milwaukee that's your like <laughs> what a world of a difference between if you finish first or second in the east so that that's my that's where I land in the east I think in the west I know I talked about the at the top at the you know the beginning a while ago but I think it's the playing thing I think it's right where Dallas is because there's a world now to where Golden State is I don't know if this is fully updated after uh, the glorious Marvel win but they're a half <laughs> game back from Memphis if Golden State finishes eighth, then that's that's the first game right there. It's Golden State versus whoever is in seventh, and that's Portland, Lakers, Portland. Dallas, like one of those three teams. Could it's be like, Memphis too. There's there's a scenario where it's Memphis. Uh, not in the seventh seed, probably. I mean, they're three and a half ga- games back, so. I mean, there's some time, but yeah, it's probably not. But it's like. You're playing Golden State in the first game out of that instead of you know a p- potential like the second game of that, and that, I think that's a huge, uh, a big difference in that. So, I, I think for me in the West, who has the most at stake over these final you know eight games, it's I'd be cliche about it, but it's the Dallas you know Lakers Portland. It's those three. It's why we're going to watch all three of these teams. Portland just lost you know tonight to Atlanta. Lakers, like you said, we're recording this in the middle of the Lakers Nuggets game and. Dallas has a, another game coming up tonight. Yeah. Uh, Mavericks game tonight, by the way, is uh, they're playing the Heat, which we mentioned a little bit or a little earlier. Uh, we'll have a post game for that show. So if you want to subscribe to the YouTube channel and watch our post game there, we usually premiere it live a couple hours after the game, or we, uh, you can always listen to it on the podcast if you're watching on YouTube. So, uh, yeah, the the Suns and Jazz. The Jazz also have this other wrinkle where Donovan Mitchell, when is he going to come back? That's something they have at stake. Can they get him for a couple of games? Is he going to be right for the first round? That's something at stake, too, that's kind of outside of this realm of winning and losing games that they also kind of have to get right. Because if they catch, like, man, what if they catch the Lakers in the first round yeah. <laughs> and they don't have Donovan Mitchell right? I mean, that's – I mean – Andre Drummond's defense aside, that's a that's a wash right there, right? <laughs> like, 
But it's like, what if you get the first? There's there's a world also to where the Suns get the first seed in the West, and They're they there. turn around and have to play the winner of the Clippers and Lakers in the second round. <laughs> like if they finish fourth and fifth, and it's like, okay, what a difference between having to play the Knicks or the Hawks in the East. It's like it's a, yeah, it's all matchup based in the West. It's not about you know seeding in that. Yeah, that's absolutely wild. I mean, I guess uh, home court advantage, but sure. Yeah, are we going to get more fans in the playoffs too? Do do fans have more at stake? That. Like, that's going to be pretty interesting to see how that works out. I've seen teams here and there ex- expand the, the amount of fans that are going to be in the stands. I was watching a game the other night, and it just seems like so many fans were in there. Like they're just so close together. Can't remember what yeah. game that was. And, and you know, for the Lakers, you have to take in you know, you have to factor in that LeBron might not ever be healthy again, and if you have to play the Lakers, then. That's something that you have to keep in mind. Also, talking about the play-in tournament, whoever came up with that should get fired. <laughs> LeBron, me. Handshake. <laughs> Handshake. <laughs> can, can we actually talk about what I, what I prep don't for talk, for We don't want to talk about the play-in again. Let's no, no, please no, not, not the play-in. Okay. Let's, let's right. talk about what I, what, I, what I actually prep for real quick before this. <laughs> <laughs> so if we take the eight teams from each don't, conference. You didn't have to say it like that. And we break them down, and we break them down to three, and I actually have them in four groups. I, I'm curious to see what teams you have, if you have the same amount of teams that I do. What what are the true finals like winning the finals or bust teams right yeah. now? What are, how many teams do you have? Because I have three. Like bust in the bust to me, it's always a strange word because it's like, all right, is this team literally going to break up? Like you know, like the like expectations, band, like the Beatles, <laughs> the pressure is there that if they don't make the finals, let's just say finals or bust, they're there. If they don't make the finals, it is a catastrophic failure disappointment for yeah. them i have three teams lakers nets maybe clippers but i think last year kind of pulled their expectations back like you want to say the jazz and the suns but i don't know is it going to be a catastrophic disappointment to them i feel like they're <clears throat> expecting not to make it see i actually don't have the lakers in this and just because them winning last year i think buys them you so, have like, three teams and one of them's not the Lakers? I do because I think it buys them some like a little bit of time. I think if they don't make the finals this year, it's a disappointment. But since they won it last year, and it's like, all right. Like, I don't think they're like tearing the whole thing down if they lose the Okay. So you're saying there's actually consequences. Not there's just consequences. That, there's okay. so much like the fan base is just like it's like the Lakers just won it. I know I cracked a joke about it, but the LeBron injury, like that yeah. narrative will be in play too. And it's like, okay, oh, we, he's we actually injured. He's injured, but I don't, for <laughs> the rest of his life, sure. Yeah. No, it, just, it doesn't have to be just the narrative. He actually is injured. <laughs> he's injured Not right now. Not everything LeBron does is he's PR. Injured there's right now. There's like actual real things that happen. <laughs> he's injured right now. Yes. All right. Yes. No, okay. But I get what you're saying. My like three teams Nets, are the but Nets. Nets though, if they lose, what's going to happen? Like, yeah, but but like they went all in like you have to make the finals like it's not just or well i don't know what like what that looks like then but like that's the only like that's the only bar that they're measuring it's for me yeah. it's the nets clippers and bucks like you have to make the finals this year you have to 
And that for me, like outside of that, like I don't even have the Lakers in that second group because I think that they've they've bought the time. The second group for me is Philly, Boston, and this is like conference. This is like advancing in the playoffs. Like these teams have to advance okay, in advance, the playoffs, not just finals. Yeah, yeah, not okay. not just finals. This second group is like this group has to advance in the playoffs, or yeah. else there's a catastrophic failure. Like there is something happening and the fan base is pissed actually coming up after the break let's let me give you my five teams i have in this group five teams and we'll see if dallas is in that group five teams coming up after the break but before we do rockauto.com there are so many ways and so many reasons why you should save some money on your car. I mean, you don't, we don't want to just throw money into your car. Everyone always says that your car is not a great investment. As soon as you take a car off the lot, a new car, it depreciates in value absolutely immediately. So why would you just want to throw a ton of money and spend more money than you have to into something like that, something into an investment. Isaac and I are entering our 30s and we're starting to think about investment and things like that. And I know from our demographics, a lot of you are thinking about those same things too. Uh, So rockauto.com has the answer for you. They're a family business that serves auto parts to customers online for 20 years. Go to rockauto.com to search for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They even have little stuff. If you don't have to make a huge repair, you want to change some windshield wipers, change some carpet in your car, they have the exact stuff that'll fit. Whereas if you go to some of these you know, brick and mortar stores, uh, you are going to have to look around for what's actually going to fit in your car. But you can search the make, the model, the year of your car, find the exact carpet that's going to fit inside your car. How incredible is that? Ooh, go to rockauto.com and see all the, all the parts available for your car or truck. Right, locked on in there. How did you hear about us, Box? They know that we sent you amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. Also want to tell you about betonline.ag. It's the place that we put money down on sports. If you want to bet on some sports, go ahead and do it right now. Let's see what games they have on tap. BetOnline for the NBA has Brooklyn Nets, one-point underdog against the Milwaukee Bucks. That one's pretty interesting in Milwaukee. If you're a huge Nets fan and you think that Brooklyn is uh, a fraud, uh, then go ahead and put some money down on the Bucks. Uh, the Kings, a five-point favor over the Thunder. I don't trust the Kings in any scenario to lose or to win. So I don't know about that one. And then the Clippers nine point favor over the Raptors. Raptors just beat the Lakers the other night. And that team is looking like they're trying to get back into that play in, but the Clippers offense is rolling. It depends. So all kinds of things you can do, but you can bet on all kinds of stuff. There's baseball games all the time. Let's see how the Texas Rangers are. They're a one and a half point underdog against the twins tomorrow. If you want to bet on that, you can bet on, look at this. You can bet on politics next Australian federal election. If it's oh. going to go to the coalition or the labor, you can put some money down on the Australian election. So Talk much stuff cow. you can put money down. Uh, use the promo code LOCKDOWN. Get a 50% welcome bonus to your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. All right, Isaac Harris, let's get into some more teams that have the most at stake. So we've talked about the top teams, the teams that have, you know, if they don't make the finals, it's a disappointing season. And I think for the Lakers, it would be a disappointing season. There may not be as many consequences, like he said, but like Lakers, Nets, Clippers, uh, probably Bucks, there'll be some like, there'd be a pretty big disappointment. Sixers, I think their their fan base would be really disappointed if they don't make the finals. Um, Not sure how many consequences. Like, are they going to break up and beat in Simmons if they don't make the finals? I don't know. That's why why I tried to think about it of, you know, if Philly goes six or seven games in the conference finals and they don't make it to the finals. I don't know if you're walking out of that if you're Philly saying, dang, that's like such a failure of a season. Missed opportunity. Will to never where if it's it Brooklyn and you lose in six or seven in a conference final and you don't make it to the finals, it's a failure. Like straight for up. For sure. Like for you sure. have to be there. Um, 
for me in this next group, this is a, it's not, not reaching the finals. I wouldn't even say it's reaching the conference finals. This is, you have to make a run in the playoffs, whether it's at least like a deep second round series, possibly conference finals. Like you need this. You have to have this Philly. And you might disagree on this outside of Philly, Utah, Phoenix. And then I have Portland and Boston. And I have Portland's them, interesting. Both of those I guys, have both them because it's like, this is your core. And it's like both of these teams, like you've been trying this core, at least Portland has made it to the conference finals, which I guess Boston was it a conference finals a few years ago with young Tatum and young. I can't, I can't Brown. follow. They definitely went to the conference finals. That's your, like um, your team in the East. So it didn't. So <laughs> you and Mannix buddies. Me and me and Mannix. <laughs> I, I just feel like Portland and Boston, like they need some type of run for them to say. Like if either one of those teams get bounced in the first round, you're like, the Celtics went to the conference finals last year. Was it and, really? and in 2018 and in 2017? They're in the conference final. Oh, I guess that that Miami um, at my yeah Miami Celtics series. The Miami Milwaukee series was the second round. That's what that was. Yes. Um. So yeah, I mean, do you disagree with any of those? Like Phoenix, Phoenix and Utah, they have to advance in the playoffs, right? I mean, you can't. I I wavered yeah, on Phoenix yeah. just because it's their first time there. No, but if you're number one and you know exactly, advance, I mean, it's not going to be 2007 like Mavs. Like it's not going to be that DefCon. Sorry to bring up that painful memory, but thanks. Uh, it will be pretty disappointing. Yeah, yeah. So the, I think the, the Blazers one is really interesting because. I'm trying to think of what are the consequences because that team just seemed even they got swept in the first round by the Pelicans and they didn't blow it up right like yeah. if they're not gonna blow it up then I'm not sure they're gonna blow it up ever. So. But how many times do you do you keep on doing it? Like that's the. That's, I mean, we've been asking that question for like four years. <laughs> what was it, CJ McCollum that said to Bill Simmons's face? Keep throwing me an Aaron Gordon trade rumors, right? Like how many keep on times? Trading are, me for Aaron Gordon. How many times are we gonna do that? I mean, Portland seems okay with doing it for the rest of time i guess yeah okay here's here's the debate and now we can talk about the mavs because this next group i have the lakers the heat the nuggets and the mavs Ooh. do the mavs need to be in that group or the group that we just finished talking about so this group is if they don't win around it's disappointment or if they don't this the map the mavs are if they don't win around it's it's a disappointment yeah yeah, like this group I think, is. I, I think the Lakers are, should be in a higher group, but we just we differ on that. This group is if they don't make it to, like they need to, like make some, like they need, they need to be competitive. But if they don't make it to the conference finals, it's understandable and nobody's mad. Because I, I, I well, personally Lakers, think Lakers fans are going to be mad if they don't make the conference. I think finals. they'd be mad, but. If they lost to the Clippers in the second round, and but I think you have, you're, also, you're also assuming something's going to go wrong with the Lakers for them to not make the conference. They finals. have Andre Drummond. <laughs> I is mean, that, that's is the, that one went wrong? <laughs> <laughs> but like, and I think this just has the whole conversation with Dallas of if they don't make it to the second round, is it a disappointment? For the Mavs, yeah, to not take a step forward. Unless, then there's always caveats, right? Is there's it matchup al- dependent? Yeah. For, yeah, there's caveats. Who you play, who is playing for you, you know, all that stuff. If Porzingis is out again, and let's, you know, he's out for the rest of the playoffs, like, I don't know, are Mavs fans going to be super disappointed if they don't beat the Clippers in the first round? They shouldn't. 
I mean, they shouldn't be. Or if they play the, I mean, God forbid they play like the Lakers in the first round. And they Can you tell them. me Porzingis' stats after 64 games? Mike Bassick, man. I, was, I didn't know what his stats were after 64 games. I was just asking that. He can't. So Mike Bassick at 105.3 tweeted out like, Porzingis' stats, 64 games, 12 points a game, five rebounds. And he took the games that Porzingis didn't play and then counted that as zeros across the board, which I Derek guess. Derrick Rose averages like five points for his career. I guess you're going to put it that way, but, I mean, what are you trying to evaluate? You're just trying to make a point about his impact on the, the team for the season or his impact when he actually plays. I don't know. Like, I guess. It's great. Okay. Anyway. So should the Mavs be in the same group as the Nuggets, Lakers, and Heat? Nuggets is an interesting one, too. I think I think Nuggets, Lakers, or Nuggets, Mavs, um, yeah, Heat are in that one. Like the Knicks and the Hawks are in a tier below, right? If they don't move on, yeah. I mean, nobody's going to be. <laughs> yeah, my, the, pro- my, the thing is they're going to play each other, and so one of them is going to move on. So <laughs> Yeah, my next group is Grizzlies, Hornets, Hawks, Knicks, and it's the happy to be there if you yeah. advance through a party. It's already a, this season's already a success. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. So, what are some of the consequences? Uh, I think for the Clippers, like if they get ousted in the first round, let's let's say the Mavs beat the the Clippers in the first round, or whoever beats the Clippers in the first round. Like what if it's Lakers Clippers first round? The Lakers beat the Clippers in the first round. Yeah. What does Kawhi do? Yeah. Well, I think it's. I don't think both of them's back, right? I mean, in my opinion, I don't think both of them's back. I think it's either. Kawhi resigns and Paul George is traded over the offseason, or it's Kawhi says, Hey, I'm gonna look down in Dallas, you know? If the Mavs beat the Clippers in the first round, there's a scenario. Not necessarily the Mavericks would win the title, but there's a KD to the Warriors scenario there where Kawhi goes to the team that just beat him. <laughs> Kawhi's in the parking lot calling yeah. Luca saying, Hey, <laughs> hey. Do you have open open spot on the roster? The combination of Kawhi and Luca, their personalities would just be so interesting, and I wonder if they just really, really get along. Because I, think I would Kawhi- just want to see Luca try to do his like entertaining like dances <laughs> and all this stuff, and us to have memes for days of Kawhi just. He'd always be like real close to it because I think he wants to be a fun guy, right? Like he said that he like you know. Seems like he wants to get in the mix, and then he just doesn't have the personality for it. He'd always just be sitting there. And just... But would he celebrate big moments? I think so. I think he. I think he would be in the group. <laughs> or the other scenario is him and Porzingis really vibe, and that changes the whole dynamic for the Mavs. And like the two, the the two man game of like Kawhi and Porzingis is like insane. And then you have this combination where it's Kawhi and Porzingis, or and then Luca on the floor. Yeah, Man, that would be interesting because those guys could vibe too. Would is it a finals or bust for the Bucks? In a sense, I mean, what are they going to do? They just re-signed all these guys for a thousand years. So, I mean, what are they? I mean, they, and they can't make any, they can't trade any more picks. So, yeah. I, actually, they have their they actually have their own pick coming up this year, right? Because that was like the one they couldn't trade. Uh, I just feel like you have you have to make. I mean, I guess there's a world that Milwaukee goes six or seven no, games they, in the conference finals. They have next year's picks, so okay. Uh, yeah, no, they can't. Tra- I mean, they can't trade any more picks. Yeah, so I mean, I I guess yeah, I guess they could go six or seven in the conference finals 
it's really competitive. It's it's close, and you're saying, "All right, we were close. We're just you know yeah, not there yeah. yet." But and Giannis is still what he's 26. We're at this. We're getting to the spot now to where the makeup of this team and Giannis they they need to be conference finals or finals every year at this point. Yeah, but it's not bust for them. I don't think. I guess it's not bust. Yeah, bust if they they don't make the finals is what I was trying to say. Un- okay, I'll say this. If they get swept in the conference finals, I think it's a bust. Yeah. Yeah, if they're not competitive, because that's the whole reason they've built this team. The whole reason they're a little bit worse in the regular season is because they've been experimenting for the playoffs. They've been trying a whole bunch of stuff. They've been trying different defenses, different offensive styles. They've been trying different lineups, like all kinds of different stuff. And so they're a little bit worse in the regular season, and they're hoping to be better in the playoffs and be competitive in some of these series. And so if they're not competitive in a, in any series or like in a specific series, that would be a huge disappointment for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Unless something crazy happens. So, uh, any wild cards, uh, just like teams or, no. pl- or players, any, any players have anything big? I'd say we talked about Kawhi a little bit as a guy that has a lot in, at stake. I think, uh, LeBron, honestly, I think, Paul, I think still, Paul George does Paul George for sure. He has yeah. to step up. Yeah, I mean, gosh, I mean, yeah, we could go all day with like players on this, but yeah, I mean, Paul George has to. I think Giannis has to. Giannis has to show that come playoff time, he can hit a bucket, a pull up, and you know that they can. Yeah, here's a wild card: Trey Young. What if Trey Young comes out and he just like can't do anything in the playoffs, right? And he just yeah. gets shut down, you know, right? Like, doesn't doesn't that knock him down a peg in most people's minds? Or the opposite happens, and he looks incredible, and you're like, oh, his defense like doesn't really matter, right? Like, he can yeah. just make up for it on the other end of the court, and so it could go either way for him. Like, this is a pretty big make or break debut. He needs game. to have his his Luca moment that Luca had last year. Yeah, yeah. You're like Luca showed that okay, like you are to the national people, like you are the real deal. Yeah. You can score against Kawhi and, and Paul George and almost you know willed this team to six games in a series so yeah he needs to have that uh like you said with what i got another sneaky one oh i'm ready russell westbrook because that man is on a mission i mean we just saw him play the mavs and put down 40 he just had like what a 14 like 20 and 24 game (laughs) last night i mean that guy comes in they play the what pacers right now as it stands right now they play the pacers they beat them because their defense is awful. Uh, and then they play the Pacers, and then they play either the Hornets or the Celtics. They beat the Hornets. They play Pacers-Hornets, and then all of a sudden they're up against the Sixers. Like, I don't know. Like, all of a sudden you have, like, is there two wild card Westbrook games in that series? And all of a sudden it's a six-game series? Yeah. He's like and their then, version of Steph over there in the East of, like, hey, he's just he's Yeah, in a different nuts. way, yeah. Yeah, in a different way. I think two of the Defensive Player of the Year guys, too, will be have a lot at stake. Rudy Gobert, Ben Simmons. I think both yeah, of those right. dudes, you know, especially the Jazz. Man, like if they don't make the conference finals, like do you run it back again? It's the same thing as Portland to me. Yeah, but at least Portland's like done it once. At least Portland's saying, <laughs> yeah. "Hey, we we made the conference finals." Utah, you know, they were what? A, a shot away, Mike Conley three away from from going, so or was that the first It's just time? a shadow away. It's just a shadow away. Yeah. There you go. That's the surprising teams. That's the teams the most at stake. Let us know what you think in the comments on YouTube. Who has the most at stake? Let us know on Twitter at Nick Van Exit at Isaac L. Harris at Lockdown Mavs. Also follow at Lockdown Network where all of our social media stuff is going to be going through. 
uh, for the Locked On Network. Tons of stuff all the time. MLB, NFL, uh, college, hockey, tons of NBA stuff all the time. We'll be live tweeting games and stuff like that. So go follow at Locked On Network. Guys, thanks so much for listening to Locked On Mavs. Peace out. Boom. And now, your moment of zen. Oh, dang. I just heard that thunder. Oh, yeah. It's coming down right now.